Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So, yeah, let's talk about what's happened today. A couple of things have happened today that I think are worth talking about. But to give us some context, I just want to go back to the start of the year. You may or may not have listened to the the podcast in the early part of the year, but I was talking at that point about just the, the practical need, given the, the speed at which my business was building, to maybe look for work, for look, look for something a bit more stable so that I could make sure that, you know, the family was fed and watered and the dog was okay. And, you know, we're two kids at university, blah, 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 you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I did spend two or three weeks looking around at the job market. And that was one option, right? But the other option, the thing that I, my preferred option was to look for regular work through my own company. So essentially retainer work because, you know, I do quite a lot of bits and pieces for people. But one of the things that worked really well at my previous company, the agency, was just essentially becoming part of the gang with particular clients and working on a retainer with those clients and essentially, well, essentially making sure that their their decision to hire us as on a retainer, you know, that they, they felt was the best decision they'd ever made, essentially, in terms of hiring. And the, I suppose, the, the plan A, if plan B was to get a job, an actual job, plan A was to develop retainer clients that got me to a certain level. So there's a couple of things that's worth unpacking here. And I'll tell you, let's go back to the stuff that happened today. In the middle part of today, I got a text from a a friend, someone I've done some work for. And it looks as though that friend might want to recommend me for some work, um, some copywriting work, which is all well and good. I was, you know, it would depend on the budget, it would depend on the time scale, it would depend on the scope, all of the usual things. But it's lovely to be recommended and it's how I get most of my work and it's it's a nice thing to do. The second thing that happened was I got a message from another client, a client who I've done various bits of ad hoc work for, saying that they'd taken the decision they wanted to put me on retainer. So this will be the third retainer client that I've developed since the start of the year and what it actually does is it brings my overall income on a monthly basis to a level that I set myself in January and it's essentially you know it's a a level that will allow us as a family to do everything we want to do and be safe and I think there's a really interesting thing here because I was talking to another friend of mine today not about this particularly but he was saying how he was at a stage where he was getting to the middle of every month and realising that he'd made enough money, which is not a concept that we we hear a lot about, that you've got enough money. Now, he's he's a bit like me, you know, he's he lives a relatively simple life. He's not after the Lamborghinis <laughs> or the private jets. And what he said was, you know, I'm getting to the middle of the month and I'm thinking, well, is it worth pushing because actually I don't need any more than I'm making. The, you know, the, the snowball, if you want to use that metaphor, has got big enough. 
that I don't have to keep pushing for more because I don't really want more. I don't need more. And while, yes, I mean, I think we can all agree that as a as a backup, more money is always better than less. But as you get more money, of course, you come to this balance. You come to this point where you think, do I want what this is costing me? And that's the balance that I reached in 2016, 2015, actually, when I made the decision to to move away from running and growing the agency that I'd built over you know, the previous 18 years, because the incremental increase in earnings didn't feel to me aged 46 and pretty unhealthy and pretty stressed out a lot of the time. It didn't feel worth the the effort and the stress and the strain and all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, today I've reached this point where when this third retainer kicks in, I will be making enough. And that, of course, changes things. That changes things in my calculation. So to go back to the, you know, the friend of mine who's recommended me the work. Now, we can always do more. We can always work more hours up to up to a point, work harder. And I, you know, it's very possible, knowing this friend as I do, that this will be a great client and I will want to take the work. But... I am also aware that I have enough. And if you remember, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, one of the points of building this business, building the, the, the doing all the stuff that I'm doing, is that I can feel comfortable enough that I can get back to writing the fiction, which is sort of still my heart's desire. And, you know, I'm not saying that's going to start happening straight away, but I am saying that when we find that balance, we can bring a different kind of sensibility to the decisions in our lives. You know, so, for example, let me give you a, you know, a simple kind of way that I think about something. Tomorrow, when I speak to my friend, I might have the opportunity to say yes or to go forward and talk to this potential new client. And that might be great for a number of reasons. It might be good for the money. It might be good for my reputation. It might might open up you know, a whole new revenue stream, a whole new retainer, potentially, because retainers come and go, of course. But what I really want to do, now that I've reached enough, is I want to focus more attention on the clients that I have. I want them to feel, just like my old agency clients used to feel, that the choosing to take me on, to take us on, on a retainer basis, was it the best decision they ever made? So when I got off this call today and found, you know, found that I'd reached that level, that enough level, one of my first thoughts was, how can I make sure that in six months' time, in eight months' time, in 12 months' time, when this new retainer is coming to its first renewal, my client feels like it's the best possible thing they've ever done. And I, you know, given the choice, it makes much more sense to me to put my time and put my effort into increasing the quality and the value of their, of what they get from me, as opposed to going after new clients. We'll see what happens in the next couple of days. And I'm certainly not saying that I wouldn't take on another retainer if it was the right thing for me. But on the other hand... 
one of the things I'm going to do tomorrow is is put my prices up. Because, you know, what, what we we never really think about, but but we all kind of know is that the the more money you have, the less each individual pound or dollar or whatever it is, the less impact it actually makes. And I've been I've been in this situation before where I optimized for the wrong thing. And you know, some lessons <laughs> some lessons you do actually learn from experience and I learned that one. And I just wanted to share with you and we'll see what happens with all of this, but when we can understand, when we can set ourselves a thing and say, you know, yeah, more would be better, but this is enough. It really does allow us some space to to think more strategically, I think. Anyway, that turned out to be a long podcast, but uh, perhaps perhaps it will help some of you. Thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business. And that's all I've been doing, by the way, with these clients who've become retainer clients, is constantly telling a good story about myself, about them, about the quality of the work. And they get to a point where they say, yes, we'll take you on on a retainer. Anyway, your story means business. If you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.